Hello and welcome to the Middlesex County Cricket League podcast. My name's Dan Huff from Twickenham. Um, the season's ended. We, we know who's gone up, we know who's gone down. Um, we're all um, taking a, a few deep breaths and reflecting on what's happened. Um, and one of the things that we're going to do through the winter is talk to various people who've played either in the County League this season or in seasons gone by and try and unpick their brains a bit, find out what they made of the experience um, and, and just get, get a feel for what it's been like to be out there at the um, at the cutting edge of County League cricket uh, this season or very recently. So I'm going to be doing that alongside um, Salman Ali from North London. Sal, how are you? Are you well? I'm with him, Dan, very well. Just looking forward to our guest tonight who's uh, made sort of many headlines in this season at Club this year, so we, we'll let, I'll let you um, reveal who it is. Sure, yeah. Well, we're, we're really pleased to be um, speaking to Joel Curtis from Crouch Ends. Now, for those who don't know, um, well, if you don't know how many runs Joel scored, you've not been listening to the podcast very often because we've we've mentioned his name pretty frequently. Um, if we've got our stats right, 18 innings for Crouch End this season, the small matter of 1,242 runs, uh, the, an average of 82.8 Three fifties and just the six hundreds. So um, I think by any standards, that's a, a pretty phenomenal season in the Middlesex County League. So Joel, welcome on board. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for the intro. We have bigged it up a lot there, haven't we? But I mean, there's plenty too big up. It's been a brilliant season. I, silly question to start with. Have you enjoyed it? Absolutely. I, I love my time at Crouch, and that's they're a great bunch of lads and. To play some good cricket at the same time, it's um, been a very good summer, along with good weather as well. Yeah, the weather's been off the radar, hasn't it? Um, 18 innings, is not many people get 18 innings in a season, because of course the great British weather does its thing. First question I was going to ask you, Joel, I mean, listeners will immediately pick up um, an Antipodean accent. Can, can you tell us a bit about your background? Um, wh- where did you start playing? Who was your first club? Um, you know, What sort of level have you played at in Australia? Yeah, so I obviously grew up grew up in Perth, Western Australia, um, on the other side of Australia to most people. Um, but yeah, just grew up from a young age playing cricket um, in the summer, Aussie rules in the winter, like most Aussies. Um, and then, yeah, started my local sort of competitive cricket at Perth Cricket Club um, when I was about, well, I started from 13 in that, in that uh, league and then Moved to Perth when I was about 15 years old. I'm from another club and, yeah, been there for about four or five years and made my way into the first grade setup um, at the club and sort of just found my feet there a bit and then had my first season over here in 2019. And in terms of Perth's sort of performances over recent years, been, been successful teams or have you, have you struggled in the league or where have Perth fitted in in the, in the comp? Um, yeah, we've always had a very strong team, um, very strong club the last sort of uh, five to seven years, um, even before I was there. Um, but yeah, struggled to win any win any cups, but um, always in the final setups. Um, and last season we made it through to the semi final, but lost. And yeah, it's always been sort of a um, yeah strong club since I've been there. The competitive side. You mentioned Aussie rules. I was always intrigued to know what people do outside of cricket, really. So is, is that the second love or rugby league, maybe? No, or is Aussie rules where it's at? Uh, in Perth, Aussie rules. Um, over on the East Coast, around Sydney and stuff, they're big on their rugby, but not so much in Perth. It's mainly, yeah, cricket in the summer um, and Aussie rules in the winter. 
I always grew up thinking that was a Melbourne Victoria game. That's obviously not not the case anymore, then, though. No? Aussie rules. No. Yeah. No, it's pretty big all all around Australia. Um, but yeah, it's it's a big sport over there. Sound you an Aussie rules man? No idea anything about that sport. No, <laughs> I, I had a good friend actually. He was over from Australia and he loved it. He's every Saturday. It was his morning of just in you know whatever time they start eight nine in the morning UK time. TV switched on and just sat there for like three or four hours watching 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 you know the comp. All I know is they're all bloody big units, aren't they? they are. you, yeah. you, you've got to be pretty big and strong to play that game. Um, good. So, so in terms of coming over to England, had you been over to England before you came to play cricket, or was the the cricket experience the first time that you you, you got to the UK? Yeah, it was the first time. Um, so my mum was actually born in Liverpool, um, and. They, her dad was and got out as quick as she could. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I, know, I now know why, but um, she was one of those uh 10 pound poms, I believe. Um, so they ah. flew, they got their family over to Oz, and um, but yeah, so came over here um, with the British passport. Um, obviously, you heard of other cricketers doing it, and yeah, 2019 was my first season um, of cricket, and I ended up here through um, a good mate of mine and my. Um, coach and mentor Tom Scolle who introduced me to Crouch End. And what were your first experiences of, of Crouch End and the Shepherd's Cot? Because there aren't too many places in England where you've got, how many clubs are there in the Cot? 90 or whatever it is. And you've got loads of clubs all right next to each other. But of course, there's independent entities. And I don't recall seeing anything quite like that in the UK. What do, what do you make of it all when you arrived? It's a cricket and hotbed, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was very um, interesting, obviously. Um, coming into London, it's a it's a pretty big eye opener from someone from Perth, and to see everything going on, and I actually really enjoy um, Crouch End as an area. Um, it's sort of like its own little hub in London, where you get some you've got some nature and sort of some nice walks you can go around, and obviously a few cricket clubs as well, which is cool. Absolutely, and when you came over in twenty nineteen, that was then. Tom was was Tom at Crouch End at that stage, or, or yeah. So the plan was for me and Tom to both play in the first team, um, but there was something wrong. Uh, something happened with the uh, the passports, and um, yeah, he was playing first team. I wasn't able to play in first team. So about halfway through the season, I I knew someone up north and went and played up in the Bradford Prem League for Putty St Lawrence for half a season. Oh. Yeah, so did half season up there, and then yeah, then COVID happened, um, and then was obviously keen to come, get back as Crouch End. Um, obviously, we done pretty done pretty well in the league, and um, I really enjoyed the club, so I wanted to get back and play for Crouch End um, as soon as I could. And what did you make of the Bradford League? Because the, the Yorkshire leagues have got a reputation for being very strong. Yeah, it was it was a very strong. Um, competition um, and it, it's a bit different compared to London like the I guess like I wouldn't say it's much better than a Prem side here but the wickets you play on are, are definitely harder which um, make the conditions a bit tougher as well as a batter especially. Harder as in not not so well prepared or a bit, bit wetter maybe I mean the climate is so they say a little bit damper up north. Yeah a bit of a bit of everything the weather's yeah, it's it's um rains a bit more. The the wickets are a bit greener, probably a bit yeah softer. Makes it a bit hard for the batter. 
Joe, I want to ask you, so come, coming to this season, um, what was your, I mean, did you have individual sort of targets you wanted to achieve or what was sort of like the goal of playing Premier Cricket for Brachin this year? Yeah, I wasn't too sure what to expect, to be honest. Um, but I mean, I work closely with Tom Scullane. He obviously has been successful in the Middlesex League um, throughout his career. And he said, yeah, like set a goal of averaging 50 and um, sort of I was thinking around maybe a, a great season would be like 800 runs or so. Um, and then, yeah, just was able to string a few innings together early doors and it sort of just went from there, to be honest. So after your first century this year, I'm not sure that was against, but I'm sure you do know yourself. Um, I mean, that was obviously a springboard for, you to, for your season to sort of kick into gear, wasn't it? Um, I mean, did you, did you, did you feel there's there more centuries in the making as you sort of progressed along during the season? Yeah, definitely. Um, it was quite funny, actually. The first two games I, I failed and then um, I ended up playing this Sunday friendly. Um, yeah, I couldn't say what standard it was, but... Um, Sunday cricket in England for you, Joel. <laughs> yeah. mix. And I, I got 100 in that game and I, I don't know, maybe it was something in that, but after that, that's when I went on that um, roll. I got um, four hundreds in a row, one including a cup game, um, and then yeah. But after the first one, I think it sort of just gave me that confidence and belief in myself again. And um, I think every innings after that, I sort of walked out thinking I'm going to get a hundred. So it sort of yeah, definitely um, made something click for sure. And don't, don't tell me you don't know the answer to this question because I just don't believe you if you tell me you don't know. How many hundreds have you got in your career? Um, I actually don't know. Oh, no way! <laughs> yeah, I actually don't know. I think it would Rough be... Rough feel? It would be between 20 to 30, I reckon. Okay. Yeah. I remember once speaking to a player in the county league who should remain unnamed, and I said, I remember that 149 not out, you scored against Weybridge, and he genuinely couldn't remember it. <laughs> If I scored 149, I, I'd be telling everybody about it every day of the goddamn week. But um, it wasn't and I me, thought, yeah. wow. was it? It wasn't you, Sal. No, no I revealed no. to the world it wasn't you. Oh. But, uh, but 20 to 30. And what about Crouch End season? I mean, you finished third, and obviously, when you look at it on paper, won the league last year, finished third this year. It looks like it's not been as good a season. But Sal and I have said enough times on the pod that de- defending your title in a tough league is really hard. And given that, I mean, I'm sure folks would have wanted to retain the title, but third still must represent a good season, though. Yeah, absolutely. I think we were talking about it. Um, Harry, the captain, was talking about it at the end of the season. And um, even though we, we finished third, we we felt like we had a, or they felt like they had a better season than the, the time that they won the league. Um, just in terms of the games we won and the type and how we improved in the red ball as well. Um, so yeah, we definitely all felt like we improved, which is what you want as a, someone defending the league. Um, and especially for the young side we have, we definitely, um, play out of our depth, I think. Yeah, I think that's, that's interesting because the, the, the challenge of our competition, and I don't think it's the same in Australia, is of course you've got two formats as well, haven't you? You're playing basically two different games of cricket. Um, and do you think Crouch are better at one of those formats? 
Uh, and if so, why? Um, I th- we definitely better at the pink ball stuff. Um, cool. And I think that's just because many of the boys haven't played much red ball cricket and realising that how to find that balance in their game um, with the type, with the time and the situation and how to adapt to different game situations. Whereas in pink ball, you can sort of just, I guess, you know what to do and it's pretty attacking style game, um, which suits a lot of our batters. And um, I think that's the main reason, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, Sam, would you see it that way? Because you, you've said a couple of times you think Craig Chen were better at the pink ball cricket, didn't you? Yeah, and I'm not sure of just... I mean, you'd think with, with bowling, they have the long, the red ball might suit more because they can obviously have bowlers bowling longer spells. But it seems that pink ball sort of suits their game. Maybe I don't know, just the format they played in the past. Maybe has helped them um, having not played a lot in the prem up, up till two years ago. Just playing, you know, div one, div two. Maybe they know what they've been brought up on, and that's what they're used to. But um, you'd think with the attack they have, you know, apps, um, Natim, you know, sort of. Bowls you can buy long spells that the time format may suit them, but you know, maybe something that I'm sure looking to work on for next season. And it's a strange one because statistically, I know that the Mike of Twickenham are much better at the red ball cricket, yeah. I'm not 100% sure I know why. I'm not sure if it's just preparation as we go into the seasons, not not as good as it could be, but definitely statistically, red ball wise, we're, we're much better. I mean, I know that didn't pan out with Crouch End this year in terms of the results in terms against Twickenham, but it's weird. I can't I can't work it out. I, I you know it's one for the long winter nights so out to try and fathom out why we seem to get so many more points in one format than the other. What about your opponents then, Joel? Obviously, you played everybody twice. Um, what's your impressions of what you came up against? Um, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good cricket. Like I feel like if you had an off sort of few out like an hour in a game, you, you like you would lose the game because the other team would be able to um, beat you. Um, so I think it was it was a good standard. Like it feels like if you had an off day, like the other team would beat you. So you couldn't really be off the game um, much. And in terms of, I guess, yeah, bowling obviously. Batting, I feel like a lot of teams, like they had some good batters that um, showed that throughout the season and um, some good bowling attacks as well. I mean, it looks to us like batters have dominated though this season. The, the, the certainly statistically, there was. I mean, I think you said Sal, four people have got over a thousand runs. Is that right this, this yeah. season? Which is not something we've seen before. So, um, is that what it felt like when you were playing? And if if it did, why do you think that is? Is the batting just better than the bowling, or is it something to do with the formats or the, or the weather? I mean, the tracks maybe in on this. Yeah, I think it's definitely to do with the tracks that we're playing on. Um, they're pretty good, and um, I feel like the batters in the league are very strong. Like you have Steve Rangold, who's played county cricket, um, and Steve McGiffin from Brisbane, who's I think he's played Big Bash as well. So. I think the types of batters that were in the league were um, really strong, and um, and I think yeah, it suits pink ball cricket. And I think that there was something to do. I think the boys are complaining about the juke balls this year, or a lot of people in the league, how the juke balls are actually different compared to last year. Um, so that could possibly have something to do with it as well. I heard something about that, but I didn't. I didn't really know what to make of it. They're, they were going softer, weren't they? Is that right? Yeah, I, yeah, it was something to do with that. They weren't they, they weren't swinging 
as long and yeah, staying as hard. But yeah, bowlers always complaining, aren't they? Crikey, Joel. So um, I mean, not I'm sure others know as well, listeners who listen to this, that you wasn't the only Aussie in the cot this season. You had um, Matt Moran at North Mid and Matt Jenkins at Hornsey. Now I gather you built up sort of you know a bit of a friendship there, but also. Was it like um, on the pitch rivalry taking place? Like who's going to score the most runs this year at the early stages of the, of the season? Um, yeah, definitely built a good friendship um, with those guys. Um, I feel like Aussies sort of, they stick together a bit and um, yeah, look after each other. So I definitely wanted those boys to do really well um, for themselves and um, for their team. But yeah, I know um, Matt was, he was always asking me how many runs I've scored and um, we were comparing stats at one stage, um, so that was that had some good fun in it. Um, but yeah, he obviously had to head home early, but he was having a very good season as well. And um, yeah, definitely built a good friendship with those lads. Did, did you know him before? Not from Perth, are they? No, no, Max from Sydney and Matt's from Sydney as well. So no, oh. I didn't know them. No. So Matt, um, so talk about stats, uh, Joel. Um, when did you sort of when did sort of the league record come into your sort of sight, or your sort of thinking? You know, I can actually um, sort of get close to what Jalfish, obviously one of your ex sort of club mates, achieved two or three years ago. I mean, was that something that was in your mind towards end? I'm not obviously towards end it was, but I mean, when did you start thinking that this could be something I can achieve? It's, it's within my reach. Um, I think uh, it was maybe like just after that halfway mark. Um, Skulls messaged me and was like, "Oh, you might, you're getting pretty close to like my my record or some of the guys up the top." So it was definitely in the in the back of my mind, and I used it like as a goal to reach. And um, it wasn't to about maybe three games to go where I was like, "Oh, I could probably reach this." And um, yeah, I, yeah, it was something that I sort of set a goal to to do and. I think it was, yeah, I needed to get maybe three or four by 100 runs in the last five or so games. And, yeah, I was able to do it, which is pretty cool. And if, if someone came to you then, who's not an Australian, who's coming to Britain next season, um, what, what would you tell them about batting in England? Admit, you know, you've had a slightly strange season with the weather, but every season's unique. Every season's got its odd odd characteristics. What are the key things as an Australian coming to Britain? Is it sort of, is it in your head stuff? Is it about dealing with the... It, it, is there more spin? That's one thing I've heard Australians at my club say in the past. There's more spin bowling mm-hmm. here than there is in Australia. I mean, what, what would be the key things you'd tell them to look out for? Yeah, you'd ov- obviously, first, you'd have to adjust to the pace of the wickets. Yeah. Um, they're a lot slower, so it's a bit it's a bit harder to drive straight down the ground. I sort of more found myself hitting a bit squarer. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, the swing of the ball... Um, it swings a bit more um, but yeah definitely spin there's a lot more spin that you face and also the wickets turn a bit more I feel um, so I definitely find being more positive and attacking spinners here worked for me um, so definitely developing a game against spin um, especially like when you have to face I'm lucky I don't have to face him, but Appa, if you have to face him bowling all day from one end, like you're going to have to develop a few shots, whether that's a reverse sweep or a lap sweep to try and manoeuvre the field and put the pressure back on the bowlers. Um, I think that would be the main one. 
when you go back home to Australia and you look back on your your um, four months in England, what are you going to say? No, I really enjoyed that part of the English game. You know, whether it be, I don't know, whether it be the tea, uh, whether it be you know something about actually playing the game that you think no that that works for me that 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 made me a better player or I just enjoyed doing it. Yeah, definitely the t- the teas are a lot better. To be honest, um, we at Crouch and we get a nice um, curry and a sit down meal, and it's like that at a lot of other clubs as well, which I really enjoy. Um, but I just um, really enjoy um, the club Crouch End, and um, I guess the environment and the English, the way the the guys go about the cricket, um, and also the amount of games you play over here as well. Um, it's a lot more compared to, uh, I feel like you play a lot more cricket, um, compared to what you do back in Australia. So, um, yeah, I think that would be the main ones if, I don't know if I answered your question or not. No, that's, and that's interesting because in the West Midlands, I mean, for those who, who are not aware, Joel's just come back from playing in, in, for Worcestershire at Kidderminster in the West Midlands league is 22 games a season. Is it? So, so they're still going. Whether they'll be going, you know, this weekend is another matter. But they're 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 still going. So, yeah, they play even more, and they have um they have end of season playoffs as well to get into mm-hmm. the Birmingham League. So, yeah, cricket coming out your ears at times in in England. And what about the other way? What 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 didn't you like much about English cricket? What what doesn't talk to you? What what's what what's just not your way of doing it? It's a bit of a tough one to be honest. Like, I feel like when you when you love playing cricket you can't really complain much about cricket when you're playing it um that's a very diplomatic answer John. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i'm, I'm I like sorry I, I don't well, have I, anything bad for it well i'll give you one that i mean i've heard australians at my club say and that's that um the game's too short play over two weekends G- give us 100 overs or whatever it is in australia 90 overs a day and and then you'll really be able to test people out and my response to some of the boys at twickenham is you, you can't bat 100 overs you know, it'd still be the same game, the way you play, um, which may or may not be true. But do you think there's any virtue in that? I mean, I guess there is one issue. Normally, the weather would be a bit of a problem because the weather from Saturday to Saturday can differ. But um, do you think there'd be any virtue in going down that route? Uh, yes and no. Like To be honest, I like the formats here because you get to bat once or twice a weekend. Where in Australia, because of the two-day cricket, if you miss out on a Saturday, the next Saturday you're bowling and then the next game you could be bowling first. So there's three or four weeks where you're not batting out in the middle, whereas here you're batting, yeah, minimum twice a weekend, which for a, for a batter, that's the best practice you can get. So, I guess the idea is you value your wicket more, right? If you're batting in weeks one and weeks four, you don't want to get out in week one. Otherwise, you've got a bloody long time to wait. I guess that's the theory. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And in terms of the other cricket you played, I mean, I mentioned that you've been playing for, for, for Worcestershire Twos there, but uh, can you talk to us a bit about the other sort of representative cricket that you've been involved in? What did you make of it and who was it for? Yeah, so I played um, a few games for Middlesex Twos. Um, played a four-dayer and a few of the one-dayers. Um, and then, yeah, played a... a four, it was meant to be a four-day game, but it, we only got one day because of the weather this week. But... Um, yeah, it was actually the, it was the first sort of long format cricket I played, so it was a good experience to play some four day cricket um, and just test my, I guess, skills and I guess my mental capacity for for cricket and different game situations and 
um, I guess, yeah, better standard of um, bowling and players that you're versing. So, yeah, it was definitely a good experience. Um, it was something that I had a goal of doing um, when I came over here before the season. Um, so, yeah, hopefully I can play some more. Yeah, I mean, I think it's always good to take these opportunities, isn't it? When they when they arise, you never you can't predict it's going to rain three days out of four. That happens, but um, but yeah, you know, give yourself a chance to bat and bowl against good players seems like a sensible idea to me. Um, last sort of question, but from me anyway, before we go into the, the, the a few quick fire ones at the end, is about um, the, the the future. So you're going to go back and play in Australia. Um, what happens then? Is is England on the radar again for 2023, or is it too soon to tell? Um, yeah, it's definitely on the radar. Um, yeah, the plan is to go back and try and have a similar season um, back in Perth and see what opportunities I can create there. Um, and then also, yeah, I've got a British passport. So the plan is to come back and um, try and, I guess, find a find a county where I'm successful at um, and try and make my way into a, um, a contract and yeah, to play the best cricket I can. Yeah. And so might that, in, I don't, you don't have to say yes or no directly, but might Crouch End be on the radar again in 2023? Um, I haven't thought about it too much, but yep. um, if I'm playing in the Middlesex League, it would definitely be Crouch End. Sounds logical to me. Uh, Sal? <laughs> just want to ask you um, a bit of bad news here, Joel. So um, there's one record you didn't break, which is really close to breaking, which I'm sure is aware of the, um, the most centuries. Now, if me and Daniel's batted in your situation, we'd have just got, you know, five singles <laughs> or four singles down the ground. I know where you're going here. But, I mean, I watched both the shots you played. I was, it was agonising, wasn't it? I mean, I think both caught in a boundary. Um, in the two games, you got the 90s. So, um, what were the scores that, that Joel got? So, I'll just remind you. You got 90, was it 98, Joel, and 94 in the two games against North yeah, Korea and I'm going to other team now. It was um, 94 against Stanmore and then 98 against North Mid, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, was your intention just to keep playing the way we've been playing all innings, or did you not think like I'll bat like Dan and Sal and just get five singles down the ground and race on back that way? Uh, the '94, I thought about that when I was um, sitting in the change rooms after I got out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just a, it was just it was something there, that happened. And, yeah, yeah um, probably. I guess you always think about changing. You can't change it um, after it's happened. But yeah, it's a little bit frustrating because. I wasn't really thinking about the hundreds. I was thinking about batting to the end of the overs and making a big not out score. So, um, but yeah, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> well, I think we found the weakness, Joel. Just the weakness is the nineties. You know, rubbish <laughs> in the nineties. I mean, every cricketer in the world would take that one, wouldn't they? If they <laughs> yeah. their weakness is in the nineties. Yeah, um, exactly. Next season, great stuff. There was one. Of, the crowd chain go on tour, Joel. I don't know if they do. Do they sell of you? Because cricket <laughs> tours in England are, are they crazy, are well. They? They do a yeah, we, in Jersey, don't they, um, Joel? Oh, which we went on to, I guess. We, we had a pre-season one to Jersey, um, played a few games, and then we did a midweek tour or boys' holiday to Marrakesh, which was good fun as well. Marrakesh? Oh, I like yeah, that. interesting place, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, excellent, because tours in England are a bit of... Um, I wouldn't say they're sacrosanct, but they're, you know, they're, they're things that clubs love to do. Uh, they bring the club together. Often, lots of the stuff is, you know, completely off the record, and you know, 
people are sleeping in the gutter. Goodness knows what they're doing. But um, but certainly, I think cl- club tours. Uh, I'm glad they keep going. And I know Alexandra Park, who of course not too far from Crouch End. That days, seventy years they've been going to the same places. Sal, I can never remember what it is. Longer, you know, maybe longer than that. Maybe yeah. longer. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Um, Joel, we're moving to our quick fire ten questions, right? Um, the, the way we've done this in the past, um, and, and those people who listen to the pod regularly will know, the first answer that comes into your head is the best answer. Okay, even if later on you think, "Oh crikey, I shouldn't have said that," it's still the best answer. And um, so we've got ten, and and any thoughts you have on any of these would be great. Should I kick off, Sal? Go for it, Dan. Simple one to start with. Favorite cricketer of all time? Adam Gilchrist. Ah, Perth boy. Yeah. Yeah, because he's batting or he's keeping? Both, or yeah. both, yeah. Changed the game. Absolutely. Actually, did you know, Joel, he played in this league when he was 17 for Richmond? Mm-hmm. I did hear, yeah, Adam Gilchrist played in this league, yeah. yeah. Do you not think, I think a lot, a lot of people neglect the fact that he was a bloody good wicketkeeper. They just see him revolutionising the number seven position, coming in and whacking it. But how good was he against Warren? And people forget that. They just see him standing there catching the ball. But mm-hmm. as a keeper, brilliant as well, right? Yeah, and to take over um, Healy's job as well. It's, um, yeah, pretty impressive what he did. Yeah, And by, from what I can tell, nice bloke as well. From what I can tell. I mean, I'm sure he's got a ruthless streak and all the rest of it, but he comes across as being um, thoroughly engaging. So. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And he's got a few good podcasts. Um, him, on, I don't know if you've heard of the Howie Games. He's a, a broadcaster in Australia. He's done a few good podcasts with him, which is really good. When he, during COVID, he came on the Twickenham Cricket Club, um, like social that we had on Zoom. And, and he oh, just said, oh, come on, oh, come on. <laughs> and chatting. Obviously, he didn't know us, but he came on for an hour, chatted cricket. It was like, wow, yeah. it's brilliant. It's fantastic. Anyway, number two, Sal, over to you. Okay, Joel, this could be in the UK, Australia, anywhere in the world. What's your favourite ground you've played at? The Wacker. Wow. Mm. Why is that then? Cult status in the UK, Joel, I don't know if you're aware of this. Is it, I think it's those bloody big floodlights. They're massive, aren't they? What, um, the Wacker? Yeah. Well, oh, we're in the day. It's just a prestigious ground. You grow up watching people play on, and obviously the wicket. Um, it's just like it, it's everything that they say. It's like, oh, I'm a wicket keeper back home, and club cricket wickets. You're sort of standing quite close, and there you're sort of pushing back towards the the inner ring. So, it's, um, yeah, it's awesome to play at. Now, remind me what's happening with the wacker now because it's it's not the test ground in Perth anymore, is it? Is that right? I don't think so. They're they're revamping it and doing a lot lot of new stuff to the grandstands. Um, but I think yeah, the new the new grounds Optus Stadium, which is an amazing ground as well. So, have you played there? No, I played an Aussie Rules match there um, a few years ago, but no no cricket there. In due course, in due <laughs> course, you, you'll get there. Um, cool. Number three. What's the favourite match that you've ever played in, both in the UK? And Australia. I guess Australia would be the one that you've got more to choose from. But what's the favourite game that, that you've ever played in? Um, it would have been... We had this game, I, th- I think it was last last season in in Perth, where we took six wickets for about, I think it was one or two runs and won this game, which was yeah, probably the best game I've been a part of. Um, and in the UK... Um, can't put my finger on it actually, but played a few good games. Where uh, there was a there was actually this one game we played for. I played for Crouch End in 2019. Um, it was a cup game against an Essex team, 
and we came back and won. That was that was a pretty memorable. I can't say that word. Um, game, but yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you, you could go completely left field. You could mention the Sunday friendly against this low-ranking opposition for kickstarting the season. Yeah, it could be, but I I always like a team win over individual performance. You should be a politician, Joel. You go far, I'm telling you, you go a long way. Um, good girl. Sal, number four. Okay, so you've mentioned performances that you've um, obviously taken part in. What one would stand out against you? So which individual performance that was, um, you know, a player played against you, the one that you can sort of remember and think, wow, that was amazing. You won't forget it. A player that I versed? Yeah. Um. It was probably the four. Uh, I played um, a four-day game against Surrey, um, and it was actually one of their Aussies that were trialing. Um, he scored this very good hundred. Um, that was one of the better innings I've I've seen. Um, and also, Steve Rangold, he got a hundred against us when we played Stanmore at their ground. That was one of the the better innings I've I've seen. Um, and then obviously in Perth, like I get the likes of watching John O'Wells bat every week and he's scoring double hundreds and hundreds on a lot of occasions. So it's pretty good watching him as well. Double hundred in club cricket, I always think is a decent performance. Fair play. Whoever's <laughs> yeah. doing that is doing well. Um, yeah. Good, good. Um, toughest... Uh, opponent in the county league or rephrasing that who was the best bowler you faced and I don't necessarily mean they are the best bowler full stop but when you faced them they were tough they were the toughest that you came across over the last 18 weeks and that could be pitch affected or it could be context affected I, I it could be whatever you want but who was the toughest toughest nut to crack uh, I was going to say the, open, the, the old fella the opening bowler for Stanmore um, the left arm, <laughs> Mark Rheingold. Rheingold. Um, but probably. Um, oh, well, he a, is a tough character, though, isn't he? Because he just—he's tough to get away. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to get out to him. Um, the opening bowler for uh, Teddington, the Brewster. Hey, Brewster, yeah, yeah, he's mm. he's a good bowler. Found a good battle against him, which was which was good. From the Bradford League as well. Yeah, yeah, I remember you mentioned that he played up there. Yeah. Well, I think you're not the only person who found him tough to play against this season. He's certainly got a few wickets, didn't he, Sal? He did, 40-plus, 40, 40 I think it was in the end. So, yeah, you're very well. Decent. Sal, over to you, number six. Okay, so, Joe, you're the captain of a side now. Um, you picked your 10, and you've got one more slot available from these two players. Who, who are you going to pick? Is it Tom Scott? You can't ask him it like that. Is it going to kill her? Go on, <laughs> or, away you go. Or, 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 Appa, or Appa. Who comes in? Tom or Appa for that final spot? Um, the first question is, who the hell are the other 10? Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. but let's leave that for another time. Let's assume they've already been picked. In, what, in their in their heyday? Like, the, the best at form of their career? Just go, yeah, let's go with that then, yeah. Um... I'm going to have to go Skulls. Sorry, Apps. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lose-lose question, isn't it? Because somebody's going to be offended somewhere. But, I mean, you know, t- two phenomenal players. Why do you say Skulls? Um, oh, just... It's just like a, it would be a, a good 
game to play with him and obviously he was a great player um, and yeah, he's a good mate of mine. Um, he's been my coach and someone that's helped me along my journey a, a lot. So it'd be, um, yeah, I've got to pick him. <laughs> yeah, tough call though, isn't it? I mean, we, we, we know that when we ask the question. Number seven, I think this might be a bit more straightforward, although I'm not sure from what you said so far which one you'll necessarily go for. If you had a choice of playing a 50-over game or a time game, which do you go for and why? Um, a time game. As in the format we play in Middlesex, timed. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, a time game as I enjoy the, the challenge of red ball, cricket, um, the different game situations and the different tactics you have to think about throughout the day, whether how long you're going to bat for um, and also, yeah, just test everyone's skills for a lot longer um, and you also get to eat twice throughout the day as well. <laughs> now we're getting to it, aren't we? I get it, yeah. Interesting. Okay, I like that one. Okay. Um, Sam? I'm sure you've had many players trying to get into your head, Joel, when you've been batting and trying to, you know, uh, fetch your sort of concentration and mental side of the game. So what's the worst sledge you've had? Which is obviously repeatable, but any sort of bad language if possible. In That's the... most of them gone then. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> all, all the Australian ones gone, probably. Um... Well, last season in Perth, I got I got offered out to have a fight after the game. That's probably the worst one I've had. That's wow. a cop out, that is, if you go to physical abuse, isn't it? Yeah, some some guys get like that a bit, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Did I, for the record, Sal, my favourite one was at South Amsterdam when I was playing, where an edge, edge one for four, and it, um, the bowler will remain nameless, is that? That is the worst 50 I've ever seen in my life. And I just said, yeah, and I got 44 of them against you. Because <laughs> uh, I'm a bit, I don't know, sort of vainly retentive with the numbers. And he didn't quite know what to say then, because I felt like saying, yeah, it was pretty average, I grant you. But it came off. But anyway, that was, that was one I was quite pleased to, to have remembered at the time. But there we are. Um, next up, number nine. Right, um, another tough one. But which do you prefer as a game of cricket? The stuff you've grown up with, grade cricket, or the Premier League cricket that you experienced in Middlesex and why? So, in, no, two questions in one. Which do you prefer and which do you think is a better standard? Um, I've gr- Yeah, it's definitely um, great cricket in Perth. It's just I've grown up playing it. Um, and I think, yeah, it is a, a better standard. Um, like, he, I guess, like... Some weeks you might be facing guys like AJ Ty or guys that played for Australia, um, and and yeah, I feel like it's just um, yeah something that I enjoy playing more over there um, compared to here. But I think yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's an interesting point as well. So Sal, I, I worked out the other day. We've had four. I think it's four. England internationals have been registered for Twickenham in the Middlesex County League. And you can probably work out how many games they've played for Twickenham. It's a nice round number. Yeah. And there's nothing in front of it. And, and we, we, we totally knew that over the course of 15 years or 20 years, this is. Um, and that's, of course, because they play so many goddamn games of cricket in the summer. Mm. Why on earth would they come and play mm. any club cricket with us? The people who do play, and you know this, Joel, the people who do play are often on the fringes of Middlesex's first time. They need the, they're coming back from injury or they need the practice. Whereas I get a feeling in Australia, because there's less cricket played, 
a game for your club has just got a greater significance than it than it would do in England. And it's not a criticism, to be fair, of the players. I get it, but it, it does mean we don't, we don't get Australians turning up. You know, Australian internationals turning up in um, in club cricket. Uh, have you played against? Who's the biggest name you played against in Perth? Then? Yeah, probably like the likes of AJ Ty, Cam Green, um, those types of players. But yeah, I think you like, and we also there's a lot more people here. There's more teams. There's less. There's less teams in in Perth and the team in the grades over there, so it makes it stronger. Um, but it was, it was something that I was chatting to actually the guys up at Worcester and their Birmingham league and. They yep. they seem to have a lot more pros playing in their club cricket com- compared to I guess Middlesex league, so I think that I guess that would be like a big difference as well. A lot more money in Birmingham as well, Joel. From being brutally honest, yeah, knowing I, knowing the hood a bit and and very open. You can pay whoever you want as much as you want. So uh, and, yeah. you know, and, and clubs do. So that that attracts a certain character as well. Um, but we've got a tenth question left, and it's a big one, right? And I'm going to leave it to Sal. Joel, actually, before I ask you a quick question on, on the grade stuff in Australia. So, say, for instance, you've got Cameron Green um, available on a Saturday to play. Does he get told to play by Western Australia or will he just say, I fancy Cameron Cricket and rocks up and plays for his first grade side, for his club side? Um, I believe yeah, I believe he would um, have to, yeah, WA would have to let him play and then it would be his choice after that. Um, whether he plays a batter or um, I, yeah, I don't think he'll bowl. He would just play as a batter, but I don't so think he'll be playing. He won't be playing grade cricket anytime soon now that his career is where it's at. I think that happens a lot, doesn't it? Bowlers are wrapped a little bit more in cotton wool. And I get it, you know, given the unnatural thing that a bowling action is. You got, you got, you don't want to bowl in twenty overs on a Saturday, do you? If you if you've got a championship game on the Monday, so um, mm. I think it's the same in Middlesex out, isn't it? The batters are more likely to be given, given the all clear to play. Yeah, it's workload. Yeah. So yeah. judging by the fact you said you like time games, and main reason was because you get two two meals or two times to eat food and. I love my teas as well, Joel. Um, which 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 was your favourite tea? And you can also you know describe the menu as well if you want to make it even more interesting. Because Sal's going to try and get an umpiring gig there next year. That's what it is. I'm writing notes down as you speak. Yeah. Um, it was definitely. I can't go past Crouchen's tea. Well, I was but... going to say leave Crouchen out of it because you, yeah. you can't. It's just not fair because okay, okay, okay. they're, they're your club. But of the other nine. Mm. Um. Stanmore, Stanmore. I'm I'm actually a vegan, so um, they were they were very accommodating um for my requirements and cooked me some nice food, which was very nice of them. Now Sal will not be at all surprised about that because he, he's already he's, he's waxed lyrical about Steph Reingold's teas a couple of times on the pod. So um, the only one. Yeah, I'm going to say not alone. So I think there's a, a consensus that Stanmore is, is a good place to be eating your, your cricket lunches and cricket teas. Um, all good. Joel, it's been been great talking to you um, and, and great getting sort of insight as what it's like coming and playing cricket in, in this country. Um, goes about the same. Wish you, wish you well in, in, the, in the winter and in, in next summer. Um, and of course, next summer might not be a bad summer to be here because um, the international cricket looks quite interesting, doesn't it? I've got it right. Australians in town next summer. They are, yeah. The, the ashes, is it? The ashes, yeah. I think mm. I think it is. So, 
I have bad memories from last time I was here in 2019, so hopefully it's well, a different story. Because so please come back. We, we can repeat them all being one now. I'm not... I'm not <laughs> I'm sure we can, but um, but yeah, I mean, I hope to see you back in Middlesex next um, next year. If we don't, then obviously, um, you know, we'll follow your progress with great interest because you've had such a, a phenomenal year this year. And um, and yeah, uh, don't forget us when you're when you're rich, famous, and opening the batting for Australia in the what will it be 2027 Ashes, right? <laughs> yeah, thank, thanks a lot for having me, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Good stuff. Cheers, Joel. Thanks, Joel. Speak thank to you soon, guys. Bye. Bye bye.